1: And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, August the 12th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. On August 12, 1953, the Soviet Union conducted a secret test. They tested their first hydrogen bomb. Today, in 1867, President Andrew Johnson, he sparked a move to impeach himself, or be impeached, as he defied Congress by suspending Secretary of War Edwin Stanton, with whom he had clashed over Reconstruction policies. Johnson was acquitted by the uh, Senate. Today, in 1898, Spanish-American War came to an end. Today, in 1909, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, home to the Indianapolis 500, it opened for business, 1909. Today, in 1944, during World War II, Joseph P. Kennedy, Jr., The eldest son of Joseph and Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy was killed with his co-pilot when their explosive laden Navy plane blew up over England. Today in 1960, the first balloon communication satellite Echo one was launched by the United States from Cape Canaveral. We've come a long way in communications since then, haven't we? Today in 1981, IBM introduced its first personal computer, it was the Model 5150, at a press conference in New York. Today, in 1985, the world's worst single aircraft disaster occurred as a crippled Japan Airlines Boeing 747. was on a domestic flight, it crashed into a mountain, killed 520 people. Amazingly, four people survived that horrible, horrible crash. That's a few things that have happened in history. We always take a moment, just a brief moment, to look back every day at what happened on any given particular day. And that's what happened today. It's some of what happened today in history. The Justice Department moved Thursday to unseal the search warrant used by federal agents to seize the documents from former president Donald Trump's home in Florida. We talked about that yesterday. I want to talk a little bit more about it today because this is becoming a global, a global situation issue. The world has stopped and is watching this America, the beacon of freedom, the beacon of Liberty built on biblical Bible, biblical truth, and principles, is now become known as a center of corruption. And the people of the world who have access to the news media, and most do because of satellites and so on, they're asking themselves which America is real. Reports are coming from every part of the world, not because they love or hate Donald Trump, although most people have an opinion about him, But they're interested, and their interest has been drawn to America because they have seen America, whether they hated America or loved America and wanted to come here, as millions do, they saw America as an example, as a light in the darkness, a beacon on the shore to guide the ships of life and so on. They did. I've been with the people in third-world countries. I know what they thought of America. They didn't understand a lot of what we do, but they thought, wow, what a place. Most of them dreamed of someday coming here legally. I was mostly among Christians in the third world countries around the world that I worked in, in Christian missionary work. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the world is looking now and they're confused. Not just Europe, our ancestors, many of our ancestors, and Asia, other of our ancestors, but the world in general, they're looking. And they're asking, what in the world is going on with America? Some of them are laughing, but all have concern. That's why I'm talking about this. And I would ask you today, if you you like Donald Trump, you voted for him, you, you, you love him, you like him, you want him as president again or whatever, that's great. But if you hate the guy, and millions do, Just put that aside for a moment because he happens to be the center of this whole thing on the one hand, and yet on the other hand, this is talking and looking at America and our bureaucracies, our institutions that are crumbling before our eyes. So take Donald Trump, don't don't stumble over Donald Trump if you don't like him. Just hear what I have to say today and take it in that spirit. Psalm 25, Unto Thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in Thee, let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on Thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me Thy ways, O Lord, teach me Thy paths. Lead me in Thy truth. Teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On on thee do I wait all the day. That's the word of the Lord. It is appropriate for every day of our lives, particularly in the times in which we live. We should read it often. And I'm sure many of you, most of you do. But the Justice Department moved Thursday, yesterday, to unseal this search warrant used by federal agents to seize documents from former President Donald Trump's home in Florida, Attorney General Merrick Garland. He revealed he personally approved the extraordinary step to seek the warrant. We don't know for sure what fleshed him out of the bushes, out of the weeds, to say this, but I would say that it was a calculated move. It was calculated. I'll just say that. It it is calculated. I can prove that. It's been proven already. But A.G. Garland said the reason he decided to ask the court to make the warrant public was made, quote, in light of the former president's public confirmation. In other words, Trump acknowledged on social media that, yes, my house was raided by the FBI. So he says, okay, that's one of the reasons I decided to make this public. He said um, the other reason was the surrounding circumstances, whatever that means. That can mean whatever they want it to mean as they go along with this, um, with this agenda. And he said the other reason was the substantial interest in this matter. That's an understatement. The world is mesmerized by this. It's not substantial interest. It's global interest in what in the world America is doing. Some of this is happening so quickly that um, we want to to talk about it. We want to stay relevant. And so some some of you look at the article that I write every day on our website, faithandfreedom.us. And so uh, that is published. uh, It's submitted to be published late at night. And it's published at 5 o'clock in the morning and in those matter of hours things are happening on this and other issues that come up and i i try to balance that so but if you want to see listen to our this program if you haven't heard it or you know someone that hasn't you want to hear any given day we have a a podcast that comes up on our website about midday of that day and then at the end of the week KTW in Spokane for those of you who live there you can hear all of the programs of of each week, uh, all five programs just in sync, one right after the other for two and a half hours on KTW in Spokane. Uh, there are other stations now, I think Seattle is doing, this, I'm not sure, but there are other stations that are also starting to bank our program so people can access them, uh, which is appreciated. But nonetheless, we're gonna be covering some things today that I'm gonna be very careful about what I say and what I don't say. For our own sake, but I'm going to be very, very clear on some issues. And so hold on and we'll get we'll try to get through this with the time that we have together today. But I'm wondering why is Attorney General Merrick Garland so willing to be transparent all of a sudden? CBS News reported yesterday afternoon, late yesterday afternoon. They said, quote, in brief remarks from the Justice Department, as the government filed this request in federal court, Garland, the AG, defended the move to have dozens of federal agents descend on Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. He said, this is CBS quoting Attorney General Garland. He does not take such decisions lightly. He noted however that he was bound by federal law, department rules and ethical obligations from providing more information about the basis of the search. I'm going to come back to that more information in a moment I'll tell you what it is. CBS News has reported the search has, has was related I'm quoting CBS they're quoting themselves was related to an investigation into documents Trump took with him when he left the White House. It's interesting That the sudden, end of quote, it's interesting that the sudden fidelity to law and and ethical obligations has been resurrected for such a time as this. When the Biden administration has defined itself by lawlessness, from ignoring Antifa as they burned and looted and raped our cities, night after night after night over the last couple of years, it's also odd that this administration would suddenly become the moral voice of the culture. That's what he's saying. That's what Garland is saying. They become the moral voice of the culture while turning their head to Hillary's lawlessness as Secretary of State and operating her own server as Secretary of State of this nation, out of her closet, of all things. And when you say that out loud today, now, in this culture, the left scoffs at you and says, oh, come on, get over it. There's no interest in ethics and morality. This is a double standard to the core. I know that people have been saying that. I'm underscoring it. She used her own server in her private home doing our nation's business. It wasn't even protected at much of a level as it should have been for people to hack into it and so on. We never heard if the enemies of America hacked into it or not, but they certainly could have. Barrett Garland He's aware that President Biden has a son named Hunter who is making millions of dollars for himself and his family and most likely his father, the big guy, as Joe Biden is referred to in the emails that have been seen off of his laptop. Nobody's done anything about it. I mean, I know they're investigating, but how long do they have to investigate before America kind of forgets about it and goes, ah, let's move on. I'm tired of hearing about Hunter. The Biden family is betting their life on that. We'll see what happens. I don't think Merrick Garland will show much interest, if any, in looking into that matter of unethical activities. CBS continued, Faithful adherence to the rule of, of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and our democracy. Garland says, Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Garland says, Under my watch... This was out on CBS News and other news uh, as well. Under my watch, this is precisely what the uh, Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Applying the law evenly without fear or favor is a great astounding statement. It's a political statement but it certainly doesn't represent anything close to what we have been seeing in our country under this administration. Nobody believes that anymore. Our once-trusted institutions are collapsing right at our feet. Yesterday I mentioned Victor Davis Hansen. He is highly esteemed, highly respected, highly knowledgeable. He's an intellectual. He's certainly a conservative. He says... He said this week on Fox News, and he doesn't overstate his opinions, ever. He said the IRS is beyond redemption. And he said we've got to dismantle it and go a different way to achieve what that bureau is supposed to achieve. Garland sees it differently. He lectured the American people yesterday saying, I will not stand by silently when the the integrity of our institutions are unfairly attacked. Liz Cheney, of course, echoed some of that as well. Has he forgotten that FBI Director Christopher Wray just stonewalled every question co- Congress asked him, then flew away on his private jet, I'm talking in the last few days, at taxpayer expense to meet up with his family, on vacation some in some exotic place? Has he forgotten that? They don't care. He, you will remember, took over from Andrew McCabe who lied four times to federal investigators. It's on the record. And his wife was running for public office with Clinton-related PAC money while he was investigating Hillary Clinton's email scandal. Even for us little people out here in America, we can figure that out. That's pretty corrupt. It's worthy of an investigation. But oh no. We'll take a look at it. Oh, we're looking at it. We're looking into the matter. And the years go by, and people forget. McCabe took over from James Comey, who leaked confidential memos written on FBI devices in the media, and then when he was called before Congress on 245 occasions, 245 times in one hearing, he said he didn't know or didn't remember. If a person is that stupid, why are they running the FBI? He isn't. And he shouldn't have been running the FBI. Many of them also hate evangelical Christians. The deep state has control of the country now and they hate Donald Trump. If you doubt that, look into where politicians, and particularly people that work for the deep state, employees of the federal government, particularly those in Washington, D.C., look where they give their contributions. Over 90%, Year in and year out, election in and election out, over 90% of the people that run these agencies support only Democrats and far-left agenda policies. It's a fact. That's what the problem is. These leaders don't have to walk the halls of the FBI or the the Department of Justice and say, now hear ye, hear ye, I want you to get in line behind this leftist agenda. They already are. And all we need is leftist people leading them. And bingo. That's how we get here. Many of them, as I said, hate evangelical Christians. If you doubt that, remember IRS's lowest learner? She was heading up the IRS, a nonprofit charitable division of it, which is huge. It's all huge, too huge. She was finally forced to take early retirement to save herself because of the way she'd abused the Tea Party groups. Remember that? All they were doing was asking for non nonprofit status. Groups all over the nation, because they had certain beliefs. They wanted to advance conservative beliefs. She stonewalled that, she beat up on them, she abused them, and it all came out eventually after a long thought and these people paid money out of their own pocket to try to do what they felt they could do for our country and so on. Garland said yesterday the decision by the Justice Department to ask the court to make the warrant public was made in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search and surrounding circumstances and substantial interest, as I said a moment ago. It seems to me that the state feels it has its ducks in a row, so Garland, Liz Cheney, and the rest of the cast, they're ready for the next act. They've been running this so-called hearing on January 6th without any restraint from the media. The media doesn't ask questions other than just softball questions. They don't probe or press They just run this stuff. It's highly produced by Hollywood producers. It isn't in chronological sequence, and it's made to influence people's minds. It isn't made to inform. That's why we constantly say, where we have a voice, whatever it may be, be informed, not misled, because that's what's happening in our country today. And the Bible speaks of of people being misled spiritually, and history speaks of people being misled spiritually culturally and civilly in civics. The Republicans have been calling for transparency, asking Garland and others involved in the Trump inquisition to be transparent. They go, yeah, that's what we're doing. They've apparently decided it's to their benefit now to turn on a little bit of light and act like they're honest. I don't mean to sound cynical. I'm not. My heart is just broken. I love this country. Not as much as I love God and his kingdom, but I love this country for two reasons. It's been good to me. I've been all over the world in ministry. I'd rather live here than anywhere else. I get it that people want to come here. But I also know that God has given us this country. God intervened in the founding of this country. I believe that. And I know that that's scoffed and laughed at by a lot of people, but I will tell you it's true. If you look at the miracles that happened in the founding of this nation and how this nation came was given birth and came into being you cannot deny if you look at it honestly that God that God was involved in the leadership of this from the writing of the declaration of independence and the wording of it and the 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 constitution Benjamin Franklin calling for prayer when they couldn't agree and all of that I mean there's lists people have made lists books have been written about it it's undeniable if you look at it with an honest eye and an honest heart. God intervened in the founding of this nation. We are an exceptional nation, and to whom much is given, much is required. And I will tell you that to the pompous Christians today who are standing back and saying, "Well, I, I, boy, I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump or whatever. I, I don't. I'm not going to get involved in politics. Boy, that's a distraction from the gospel." No, actually, it isn't a distraction from the gospel. It's living out what Jesus Christ told you to live out, if that's where you find yourself on the Christian left. Jesus said you are to be, you are salt and light. And if you're sitting on the sidelines silently saying, well, good luck, America, that isn't pleasing to God. You can act as pompously as you like and write your books and make your money about all of this, the Christian left ideology. And you can forsake the evangelicalism that you once believed. But I will tell you, God will hold you accountable for that. I don't care how many books you've written. I don't care how many lectures you've given. I've been there, done that. I've seen all that. God's going to hold us accountable. To whom much is given, much is required. So beyond our love, if we do in fact love America, and a lot of the Christian left that I see aren't, they're sure not leaving the country and moving to Panama or somewhere. You know God's given us a gift. And you know that he holds people accountable that have been given much. I don't know why you people turned on the values that made this country great in the name of the Lord, when it was the Lord that blessed the founding of the nation. I've never been able to figure that out in a lifetime of ministry. So, the Republicans have been calling for transparency, so Garland says, okay, let's be transparent. So he says, he says yesterday that he is going to, um, he's going to put these, This search warrant, he's going to, the related documents that led to Monday of this week, this last Monday's raid on Trump's house, going to make them public. He said, um, if if Trump and his people don't object, well, Trump immediately got all over that. Trump said last night, he said, not only will I not oppose the release of documents related to the un-American, unwarranted, and unnecessary raid and break-in of my home in Palm Beach, he said, I'm going to step, uh, I'm going to step further, uh, I'm going to step further by encouraging all in capital letters the immediate release of those documents, even though they have been. Uh, drawn up by radical left Democrats and possible future political opponents who have a strong and powerful vested interest in attacking me, much as they have done for the last six years. All of that is true. They have, certainly, nobody would deny that. Trump's public support, interestingly enough, for releasing the search warrant comes after the U.S. Department of Justice filed a motion to unseal the warrant. So they said they're going to do it I think they kind of wondered if he would object. And then they could say, see, he's hiding something. Instead of objecting, he came out and said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it now. Let's put it all out there. Yeah, there's no objection. In fact, I encourage you to do what you've just promised to do. Let's see if they actually do that or if they come back with a, well, we're going to release some parts of it because other parts of it are so highly, uh, highly secret, highly, uh, you know, Confidential that we just can't do it. I would expect that that's what will happen. However, now they have come out last night and this morning since we last spoke together on this program live. They've come out now and they're suggesting that the reason that they, all those stormtroopers went into Trump's home never done in the history of this nation before. And we've had our ups and downs as a nation. Never happened before. The reason they did that they're now saying, and the Washington Post has already picked it up this morning, that their nuclear weapons is the issue. And they think that they're saying that there's a possibility that Trump had nuclear uh, documents, classified documents about nuclear bombs and launching them and everything. And he was, the implication is that he was keeping them so that he wasn't going to give them back to the government. So the question then is, why would he want those? Suggesting even that he would try to, I don't know, blow up something. I don't know what their thoughts are, but that's what their actions are. Trump explained he was still at war with the federal law enforcement over, he said they're sleazy people over arguing over what papers he wanted to give and what he wants to keep for a library. Every president does that. But now they've interjected this nuclear um, classified material into the into the uh, case. Christina Bob is an attorney for former President Trump, and uh, she dismissed a Washington Post article this morning. They were the first to put it out. It's interesting that they they announced the Washington Post announced Garland's uh, speech just I mean moments after he gave it, and he said that he had not. put it out to the press. But obviously, at least the Washington Post had his speech because they were publishing it within minutes of when he gave it yesterday, saying we're going to, you know, we're going to show the public why we did this and then they'll know what Trump has done and so on. Well, uh, you know, we'll see if they do, but Trump said, yeah, by all means, open it up, put it out there. I have nothing to hide. So now comes the nuclear aspect of it. Trump says, he he says, go for it. He said, I don't have any nuclear devices or nuclear information. He said, I'm not trying to hide anything. His lawyer spoke up and she said, uh, this alleged report, which cites unnamed people, the Washington Post always cites unnamed people if it fits their agenda. Not it, They don't give news, they give an agenda. But, um, She said that that's an attempt by the Democrats to cause fear and to get a reaction against Donald Trump, the person, because they don't want him to run for re-election because they don't think Joe Biden will beat him. Normally, she said they would come out with exactly what happened and why and explain themselves. They had a good reason. She said they're not on solid ground with the way they handled this, and they know it. I'm out of time, but we, um, anyway, that's kind of what's happening in our world today, and we will continue, we'll, we'll see what we talk about on Monday, but this is going to be a thread of information and a thread of discussion in America for a while. Thanks for being here today. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.